0: welcome to getting to know acs with tracy and jasmine so today we're going to continue our series on domestic violence um awareness so today with us we have sharon brown and she's with the family advocacy program so welcome sharon how are you today i'm good thank you for having me oh thank you for being here so sharon i know one of your specialties is you know teaching couples communication classes and that type of thing So today we want to have a discussion about what a healthy relationship would look like, you know, as far as how you communicate with each other, what's healthy, what's not healthy, what are some red flags that people should look for and just, you know, just let's have a conversation. All right. Well, a a healthy relationship,
1: especially in couples, has a lot to do with communication. Okay. Uh, It starts with that. And one of the things I always talk about in couples communication is listening more than you talk. (laughs) (laughs) It is a big issue with a lot of people. Most people only want to hear what they want to hear, not what is actually being expressed to them. So when people are talking with compassion, uh, the ability to listen with a healthy mindset, mm-hmm. uh, not overthink, uh, because I have a lot of people that are worrying about so many different things and they never talk about what's really going on. Uh, so in those relationships that are healthy, you have a lot of give and take, compromise. Okay, uh, People that are willing to have a win-win, not... Uh, I'm going to win and I have to always be right. Okay. Uh, That's one of the biggest conversations that we have uh, in our classes is that a lot of people just want to be right.
0: Okay. Uh, I like what you said um, when you said that a lot of people are just hearing what they want to hear and they're mm -hmm. not really hearing what is being said to them. Mm -hmm. Yes. So can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: A lot of times, and think about any relationship that you have. A lot of times Something can be said. It's based on your tone of voice, based on uh, what perception people have of you. So in a relationship, we get comfortable. Right. We get very comfortable with each other uh, to the point where you disrespect your spouse or partner more than you would the average person on the street. We take offense to how things are being presented uh, because we automatically have things going on in our mind that cause us to have a, a...
0: I want to say a slanted view, Uh uh, but it's not realistic. Right. So that that is true. I would agree with that, because a lot of times, like you said, we take for take advantage of the fact that you're always going to be here. Yes. Or we Mm -hmm. think you're always going to be here. So we're going to just say whatever we want to say to you, however we want to say it. And don't think about the consequences. And then we'll go to a stranger and be so nice to them.
1: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and you'll see that everywhere and and a lot of times in uh relationships that we're seeing now, people are not really commun talking. Right. Uh they think they're communicating just by having the words come out of their mouth. Right. But the communication's not there. Where are oh, they
2: Sorry. They fall on. for the gestures in the beginning which is uh elaborate, right? Is that the correct word like it's extreme. Like it's like, "Oh, I'm going to get you these flowers for like Three weeks straight, and you're yes. just like, he loves me. Like, <laughs> like, I
0: come home and I have flowers sitting on right, the porch. Right. like, oh, I'm special. And then it stops.
1: Yes. And yeah. people don't stay in the honeymoon phase. That. That's that honeymoon phase comes and goes where the doors are open and the chairs are pulled out. And uh, next thing you know, you're having real situations. Right. Uh, and it gets complicated when people aren't expressing how they really feel about it. Mm. Uh, and when people show them
0: their true selves. Right, because we can hide ourselves for, you know, like you said, during that honeymoon phase. I can be on my best behavior. Yes. But then once that newness wears off and I feel like, oh, I got you now. Yes. Then I can let the real Tracy come out. Absolutely. <laughs> and as we grow together,
1: uh, I think that's the biggest challenge. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over time, uh, the comfortableness of right. being in a relationship, we take it for granted.
0: Right. And I like that that you said, grow together, and that just shows you because even you know as a lot of times people think there's a lack of communication in young couples, but it's also yeah. couples who have been married for years, <laughs> yes where they're yeah. sitting there and they just don't know how to communicate with each other that they've never really had that communication, maybe it's because they've had kids and they've been so focused on the kids, and then you know the kids leave and now it's like. What do we do now? Yeah, it's like crickets. I ain't got nothing to say to you. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah.
1: And and one of the things that's a big problem in most relationships, especially the military community, uh, most relationships have children. Right. And so we have our helicopter parents that revolve everything around the children and never around the relationship. I try to tell people, no matter whether you have kids, pets. Whatever it is, right, make sure that you are investing in your relationship every day. That right. creates a healthy environment. Uh, I've been married 35 years, and I'm ooh, telling ooh. you it's it's work, right? It's not something that's gonna be easy. We don't have the same conversations we had at year two or ten or 20. right. We're having different conversations now. Our kids are grown and gone, so now we have grown into another era where we've revolved 360
0: mm-hmm. right you know
1: and now we're back to square one where we start we're dating again Uh uh, and having new relationships but in a relationship you have to always invest not only in your partner but in yourself Mm -hmm. right and so many times people are willing to give up a lot of themselves and not really think about how is this going to impact me down the line am I going to regret something
2: right taking
1: away from my own individual uh, needs and and people confuse in a relationship their needs and their wants.
0: Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. So, and I think another thing is that you know, we have we um for younger people anyway or our social media people, they look at Facebook and Instagram and they see these couples on there who are just presenting their best selves. And they want that fairy tale relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. so.
2: Yeah, or they want, like, that obsessive relationship, like, where people will date for, like, a month, and they're like, I am so obsessed with so-and-so. Yeah. For instance, the Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know if I can say his name on here.
0: But they're, yeah,
2: yeah, (laughs) they're super, like, about each other, which is fine. But at the same time, working in this environment, I can see how that is toxic now. Yes. Because it's like, well, what happens when... It goes south. Right. Like, right. And then she talks about it. She talks about how because uh, it was a question on, like, what is his anger like? And mm-hmm. she expressed that it was the Hulk. So it's uncontrollable. Oh, wow. Right. So I'm listening. I'm just like, are these people like and, and I, I wonder if it's because I've been working here that I can now. You identify spot that more. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Because like you said, if, if somebody's anger and we're rating it at the Hulk and mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship with yes. that, mm-hmm. how's that going to play out? You know, it's like, "Mm, when you get mad at me, what's going to happen? So let's talk a little bit about that, though, Sharon. How should, you know, when we're in a relationship, how should we deal with disagreements? There's going to be a lot of different layers of disagreement and
1: having disagreement is healthy. Yes. You want to be able to. And I can tell you, uh, butting heads, being an A-type personality and my husband as well. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> something that you have to work on. Yeah. But we have to, we we always have code words. Okay. Uh, for each other. Okay. Uh, we don't call each other names. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't call each other
1: names. Uh, I'll take that back. We call each other crunchy and salty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get heated, you know, that's what may pop out. Okay. You know, when my tone gets a little edgy, uh-huh. my husband says, and when I get the hand going, uh, my husband will be like, "Ooh, you real salty right now. <laughs> and I'm like. No, I'm not. But the reality of it is we need to notice that in each other. Right. And what triggers one another. Uh, And for me, I have to understand what triggers myself first. Right. I'm the only one that can calm me down. And in a relationship, nobody is responsible for how you behave. Uh, And oftentimes it begins with thought, you know, how we process things in our mind Uh about what's really going on. Then we start to say things, verbally start to attack one another. Right, and how that happens, it escalates easily into something that could be a behavior or something physical. Right. Uh, the key is to stop it at that part where you're starting to think about negativity, and where it's headed. Um, and and oftentimes, it, it it only takes one person in that relationship to say, "We need to stop right now. Right. We need to pause. We need to take a break. We need to really reevaluate what's going on." And when we say our code words to each other, you know, like when I tell him he's being real crunchy right now, (laughs) you know, he he knows that we need to just separate out the area, leave the AO, go take a break and come back. And, you know, normally one
0: of us will say, hey, do you want to talk about this right now? Right. And I think it's important what you said, you know, when we're having those disagreements and we need that break, Mm -hmm. if I need a break, don't follow me. Yes. You know, because a lot of times people want to follow you through the house or whatever, yes. or they want to block doors. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? Let me have my space for a minute and I'll come back. But I think it's important that we express that, hey, I need a break right now. I need to take a step back.
1: Yes.
2: So, can people get more, I guess, like in a relationship when they start out? Most people get into a relationship thinking that other person's going to make them happy. Can that escalate the argument? part of it where they're more mad because okay you're not making me happy right now is that a thing or that is a real thing okay. I'm glad
1: you brought that up because that is one of the key things that we find in a lot of our relationships that are struggling one or both are in this perception that they can make the other person happy
0: right and that
1: you're supposed to and in our communication class we teach the five low languages right and we really express about Knowing your partner's needs, knowing whether they are acts of service or what their love language really is, or if it's, uh, you know, receiving gifts or a physical touch. Right. It's it's good to know whether your partner is a physical type person or verbal uh, or both. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we don't know that. And it changes all throughout the relationship. But what can escalate easily into uh, uh, something that can be a domestic violence situation where it's emotional, it's physical, uh, or it's it can be almost anything that could be a domestic violence situation, it tends to start with the thought. Right, goes back to what you said you before, know, the thought Going process. back in their own mind, perceiving what's happening, and it may not match up with reality. Right. And so, you know, th- if people take a good look at your part, being accountable for your... Um, you know I know like in in my relationship I always have to take accountability for how I behave Mm -hmm. right it's never about what my husband does as a reaction to what I do right but I I lay it on the line say you know what I was wrong I was dead wrong for saying this that or the other or uh, giving you the cold shoulder because some people just believe that not speaking to someone is not a a form of violence. Right. You know, because you are taking away their opportunity to talk to you. And so they walk away, shut it down, get quiet. Uh, That's another form of uh, emotional. Yes. It's an emotional type of abuse. Right. Especially if that person needs that from you. Uh, But again, we are not here to fix one another. No. Mm -hmm. You're in a relationship. And so
0: to relate, you have to communicate. Right. And that goes back to that happiness, you know, because I'm like, I'll tell people all the time, I don't rely on you to make me happy. Mm -hmm. I rely on you to enhance my happiness. Yes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm responsible for myself. You know, I'm responsible to make sure. And that's that's where you get into don't lose yourself in the relationship. Yes. Because we start to mold ourselves according to our partner. And then we get so lost. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm not happy. Well, why aren't you happy? Because this person... It's showing me their true self now. Yes. <laughs> or it's like they're not what I built them up to be in my mind. And then I'm wondering why am I not happy because I've lost myself in that relationship and I forgot how to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just that so self-accountability. so
1: that shine kind of dulls out. Yes. You know, the shine on the relationship, that newness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even when you do have those moments where you're dating right. within your relationship, uh, you're still connecting with each other. Uh, where is the confidence i call it confidence being calm and confident oh, in
2: confidence, in okay. confidence. <laughs>
1: you, you've <laughs> got to <laughs> have some level of confidence in your relationship uh and that goes back to taking accountability and responsibility for how you behave uh, are you pushing the other person's buttons right you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oftentimes we hold each other's remote control oh yeah And we know how to push buttons easily. (laughs) And when we do that, you know, I'm like, hey, take the batteries out. Do what you got to do. But the reality of it is we have to take accountability in that moment, not letting it escalate to a point where we're starting to yell and argue
0: and vent in a way that's not healthy. Right. You know. And I think it's important to understand, like you said, there's a way to have a disagreement that's healthy. You know, if you're in a situation and you can't, you don't even feel comfortable talking to um, your your partner about a disagreement or something mm-hmm. like that, or where you're like afraid to bring up issues, that's not healthy. You know, you should be able to have a conversation, yeah. have a disagreement. And you know, we're human, so we're gonna get angry. Yes. You know, I'm gonna get upset with you, but am I expressing that um, anger or that the fact that I'm upset, am I expressing it in a way that's benefiting, you know, because anger can also solve some problems as well if it's done in the in the correct way.
1: That's it. And and we're talking about being honest and being realistic and being human beings. Right. Uh, there is nothing uh, I think that can be negative that can come from a healthy disagreement, having conflict. But when it starts to escalate where it's not safe. Right. That's where the problems kick in, where the other person feels threatened mm-hmm. physically or emotionally. Uh, it, it's not a healthy place, and that's where people need to reach out for
0: help. Exactly. And so I know, Sharon, you know— because. Of course, I don't know any numbers if y'all have ever watched <laughs> this podcast. I never know any phone numbers. But you know the the number for the National Domestic Violence hotline? Well, I know
1: our domestic violence it's hotline the, 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 here yeah. at, at Fort the, Bliss. Fort it's uh, 915-269-2013. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, so people can call that number yes. if they feel like they're in a... Situation where there may be some type of abuse? Absolutely.
1: Going on. We have dedicated victim advocates that are on on call 24 7, 365. Uh, they're available on holidays, weekends, nights. Uh, you just call that number, 915 269 2013. Uh, and they will be there to assist you. Uh, They are there to provide different resources uh, and help in situations where you feel unsafe, to give you some guidance, and even just to kind of uh, work people through whether they need uh, additional assistance. Right. And that's what it's for. Right.
0: And and even if they call the number and they don't want to open up a case or anything, at least they're able to get the resources. Absolutely. And one thing, you know, bringing it back, Uh, One thing that you spoke about, you know, you said you've been married 35 years Mm -hmm. and that now you and your spouse, that y'all are doing a 360. So (laughs) that's like now y'all have to get to know each other again and start dating again. We dating and having fun. That's what's (laughs) up. I'm (laughs) loving it. So do you want to talk about the importance of dating your partner, you know, after you've already made that commitment to each other, whether it's married, you're living together or whatever, how how important is it that we continue to date our partner? You have to make sure that you are
1: investing the same things and effort you put in to start, mm-hmm. keep it going.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. There
1: are gonna be moments where it gets dry, it gets stale, it's all about the kids, it's all about you know building a, a life together, because you start out where you start a career together. Right. You start a family together. Uh, you start bills together and, and everything else. But along the way, some relationships forget how to date one another. Mm-hmm. We forget how to make each other feel good. Um, you know, and, and it shouldn't cost an arm and a leg. It should be something really simple. Uh, me and my husband, we make a, a date night every Friday, uh, it, whether we go somewhere or go in the backyard out a bottle of wine just sit out and right so it could be free yes or else having a picnic in your in your living room right uh you know just making it something that's about you to where you can connect uh we we have tech free days where no technology i teach him how to tap i teach him how to (laughs) i teach him how to do progressive muscle relaxation different stuff and he's like don't put a mask on me today i mean we we just You know, have fun together. Right. Uh, And and it's just about being able to connect in a different way. Uh, Because all throughout your relationship, you're going to have days where it's going to be about finances. It's going to be about career. Mm -hmm. It's going to be about a lot of things. And honestly, there are days when I wake up and I look around, I'm like, oh, Lord, he's still here. (laughs) (laughs) But the reality of it is I love my husband to to my deepest core. Mm -hmm. Some days I don't like him right right. that's the key because i can love you but i don't have to like you there it is (laughs) and when you don't like someone that's going to tell the true test of whether you can communicate well right um i i tend to when i communicate and i'm not in the like phase uh i'll lower my voice okay and i talk a lot slower okay uh because that means he's looking for the seriousness he's looking for me to jump out and say something I'll just get real low in tone because I'm thinking. Processing. I'm processing before I open mouth, insert foot. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times that's what happens when you're angry, you're upset, uh, you're not in the mood to talk to your partner. Right. Uh, but a lot of times I just tell them, hey, uh, not right now. Okay. I, I just really don't want to talk about that right now. Can we hit that later? And then
0: respect that. Yes. That, you know, it's like, I'm not, not going to talk about it, but right. this, in this moment... I need to process some things before I say some stuff that I might not like. Absolutely. Or you and might has, not like. <laughs> yeah. There <laughs> has to be boundaries. Oh, yes.
1: We have to have clear lines drawn of what our expectations are as we go along in a relationship. Uh, and the most trying times are when you aren't able to say exactly what you, what's on your mind. Right. And express that in a comfortable
0: way. Right. And the last thing I want to touch on, because you just brought it up, are expectations. How does that play out? Oh, wow. Our expectations
1: drive everything. It comes back from our cultural upbringing, Mm -hmm. our social upbringing, how we were raised in our families, what we saw in our own homes. Right. Um, And our expectations are what we want to achieve together, you know, as partners, as well as what your expectation is should be as an individual right uh, keeping your own independence as well as working together as a, as a team uh, building a family together building wealth together those are things that we have expectations for but how do you get there right mm-hmm. how do you move in a way that you respect each other and at the same time make a healthy relationship build and grow
0: right so and now where can they learn all these skills that you just talked about well <laughs> yeah because i need to sign up <laughs> <laughs> so you can have we have, have uh,
2: quite a few classes
1: that we offer okay uh, of course we offer every month we have in the family advocacy program uh the fab specialists and educators we train uh, for eight sessions, we have all of our classes. We have right now our screen-free marriage, okay, uh, and then we alternate between couples communication, and we'll have other uh, classes like six building blocks of a healthy marriage. Oh yeah, uh, so those will be other classes that you can take right at ACS. They're free to DOD ID card holders, um, as well as dependents, retirees. Uh, so we and and we don't want to turn away people that want to come in and take classes as individuals as well okay we've had that question where one spouse would be like well my my partner can't be here so I'm not going to take the class I recommend anyone especially as an individual take the class for you Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. and the classes uh, all you need to do is call ACS or go on the website you can call uh, 915-568-568 two one nine one two nine i'm (laughs) I'm about to get it mixed (laughs) up here nine one five five six eight nine one two nine and speak to our admin chantel and she can register you and give you more information about the classes um they're they're open to anyone to that feels and you don't have to feel like you have a real big need for it right any kind of education is growth Exactly. Yeah. And
2: you take it if you're not in a relationship?
1: Absolutely. Oh, okay. Highly recommend a lot of the class, especially our couples communication class. Mm-hmm. It's designed where we teach the prep, which is a premarital relationship education program, as well as the six building blocks and some of the five love languages all rolled into one.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, and so what we try to do is make sure that we give some of the things and some of the foundation for a good and healthy relationship right Uh, and that is all it's that that's what it's all about is for us to grow and learn because I think in a relationship when you start to think that I can't go because I don't have a partner or I'm not in a relationship right now now's the time to really figure out where you are yeah exactly and I tell people in order for you to have a healthy relationship you have to have a healthy you Mm-hmm. I like
0: that. A healthy relationship. You got to have a healthy you. I yes, like that one, Sharon. Yes. Good one. I right. know <laughs> So as Sharon said, if you want to sign up for any of these classes, just call um, ACS Family Advocacy Program. And if you miss that number, you can call the main ACS number and they'll make sure that you get to the right place um these classes are currently being held online that's correct correct. okay so it's being held online so you know if it's during your lunchtime just come on and sign up for it and like she said you know you don't have to be in a relationship and i think it's really good if you're not in a relationship yet or if you're just getting out of a relationship yes because you can work on you and then it'll make you a better person moving forward absolutely so Mm -hmm. i think that's wonderful so sharon i know we've had you on here before But, so I'm going to switch the question up just a little bit. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) So what brings you joy in teaching these couples how to be in a healthy relationship?
1: What brings me joy is watching the development of new relationships. I just recently had a group go through, and one of the gentlemen, it was was a really toxic uh, environment for them. Uh uh And they were really pulling each other, always throwing out the D card, the divorce card. Oh, yeah. And you know, talking to them, and after having that kind of thing happen, um, they kind of expressed that even though they had counseling and all kinds of things going on, they never really got to talk the way they did in my class, and they never really got to understand what was really going on Um, because I make them be honest with each other. You know, it's not not a clinical setting. It's all about education because Mm -hmm. we're trying to make sure that people have tools and techniques that they can use in a realistic scenario. So that gives me a lot of satisfaction to know that people are actually getting something out of it.
0: Yes. So if you don't touch but one person yeah. or one couple, yeah. it was worth it. Yeah, it you was know, worth it. It was worth yeah. it. So Jasmine, do you want to do you have any questions or anything that you want to say before we uh No, no, I am good. Okay, Okay. awesome. All right, so Sharon, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming and joining us. Thank you. And if you all want to know more about the healthy relationships and the couples communication classes that we have, just call um, ACS. So with that being said, this is Getting to Know ACS
2: with Tracy. And Jasmine. Don't forget to hit the subscribe and that bell. Bye.